We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Oh, that's a rough one. Uh, a little under the weather, I think. So maybe I should be napping because I got a lot to say tonight from a national perspective. But there's so much that has happened since we have lost, last, lost, last gone in to the Winklerverse. And this is where I would now hit a sweet ass open, uh, which I don't have. Never really had music for this show either. Very, very just uh, cookie cutter and not half-assed, but for a guy who's been doing podcast on his own for nearly two years now, you would think that you would think that I have a better setup than this eighty-dollar microphone um, and sitting next to a, a water pump. Great to be with you. Streamyard link is up on. Uh, well, it's at least on. X. I'll put it on YouTube and Facebook as well. Lots to get into. Um, I've got things that I want to say. The Sean O'Connell has popped right in. So, Sean, I'm going to let you dictate the conversation. Um, how you been, buddy? Uh, very good, thanks. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm okay. I get sick like eight times a year, so it's no big deal. Okay, glad to hear that you're not terribly infirmed. Um, yes, it has been uh, exciting for Brewers for a moment. Uh, it looked like we were going to kind of go for it this coming year, but now it looks more like uh, foot in, foot out type situation. Wouldn't you agree? So they signed Reese Hoskins, and I'm glad you started with that because that's where I wanted to start. But they signed Reese Hoskins, $17 million deal, first baseman. Hey, we got... We got a guy that's like not bad. Um, and then a few days later, a week later, they trade Corbin Burns, which I think we'll see what the results are going to be. But they trade Corbin Burns. And I feel like if the two things were swapped, it'd be different. It, people would be reacting in a different fashion. But because it looked like they were competing and then they weren't, everybody's so upset. Right. And so... um 
the hopeful part of me, the 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 uh, part that looks uh, always for the sunny side of life, is thinking perhaps they know something about Burns that um, that they knew maybe this year wasn't going to be great for him, and they are trying to go on a 2018-like construction of bash the shit out of the baseball and only allow so many runs outscore them instead of the uh, what it has been of try not to let more than three runs go and uh, score three runs yourself. Sean, do you want to say hi to uh, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer? Yeah, absolutely. How about that? It's the Sean O'Connell and the Sparky Pfeiffer. Yes, good afternoon. What's up, Bart? How you doing? What's up, V. Sean O'Connell? How are y'all doing? I just talked to you yesterday. You did, and I, I was, I'm doing some production in here. I just interviewed Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal talking some Badger basketball. I'll have that up on the 1250 website in a little bit. Uh, and doing some production. Look at Twitter, and I see uh, you're broadcasting live with a StreamYard link. So I was like, well, hell, I can do this. So I clicked on and uh, talking some Brewers baseball. You know, I didn't get to talk Brewers baseball yesterday. So I uh, w- wanted to talk about Brewers baseball. So this is my question, Bart. Is this a playoff team as we currently sit without Burns, without Woodruff, with Willie Adamas? Let's say he stays. I don't know that I ca- I don't know. I don't know that I care. You don't know if you care. I've, I've, Bart does not care. I do have an answer for that. If I, I think uh, – they are a playoff team, particularly with the expanded playoff format. I do think we sneak right in there with the uh, Matt Arnold disciple of uh, robot David Stern's type of general managing slash coaching uh, influence. If Reese Hoskins puts us in, let's say, I don't think training Corbin Burns takes us out. Okay. I, I think Reese Hoskins is pretty pissed off right now. That's what I think. I think Reese Hoskins saw Corbin Burns get traded and said, what the hell is going on? I didn't come here to be a part of a damn rebuild. I came here to compete for a playoff spot, and now our your best pitcher is gone, and now it's Freddie Peralta uh, and Wade Miley and a cast of characters. And really, as much as you're relying on the young bats, you're really relying on some of these young arms to take a step like Robert Gosser. Can he get into this rotation and stay in this rotation? Carlos Rodriguez, can he end up in the rotation uh, at some point uh, this year? That's really what it's all about. And that's what it's going to come down to. Bullpen, they're solid. Not worried about the bullpen. Uh, bats, you assume these young outfielders take a step this year and get better. So that's positive. My question, though, is starting pitchers three and beyond, You know how good will they be? In years past, they've done pretty good in this pitching lab or whatever you want to call it down in Arizona as far as kind of making something out of nothing. They're going to have to do it quite a bit this year, I think, for them to be a playoff team. Uh, Adding Tim Shea to the program. So we've got Shea, Sparky, and the Sean (laughs) O'Connell. Yeah, I don't don't know where he is. (laughs) Are you in a dark room? Like, what are you doing? Hiding out from somebody? My, My phone screen got cracked and it's all screwed up, so it's not as dark as it appears. So, oh, your audio is also dog shit too. I also just part. woke up from my nap. Oh, hmm. well, <laughs> I'll, come, I know. I'll come get to you in a second. So, Sparky, I don't think Reese Hoskins cares. Oh, I think he does. No, he signed here. It's a one-year deal. This guy is like 
the tier right before an all-star. He'll come yeah. to Milwaukee, make 17 million. Who else is going to be an all-star on this team? He's the all-star. Big contract coming up for him. Devin Williams. Devin Williams is the all-star. That's who the all-star is going to be. It's going to be Devin Williams. they trade his ass too. Well, maybe, maybe, but that's the thing, right? So if you get to the deadline and things go wrong, let's say, and you're not winning, then Devin Williams could be traded. You could then trade Reese Hoskins as well. He could be gone too. If you wanted to go that way, Wade Miley's on a short deal. So if he's pitching well, you can trade him too and really get a, a plethora of, of talented prospects back as you continue the rebuild. I really am shocked that the owner of this team signed off on trading Corbin Burns and then Matt Arnold to say, hey, we're still open for business. Come shop. Come see what you want. Uh, that's that's pretty crazy to me because that is not like uh, Mark normally. Mark normally wants to compete uh, kind of like, oh, let's call him Herb Cole, but kind of like that mentality of, you know, we want to do around 500 or better every year. We never want to drop back and suck for two or three years. Uh, and right now, you might be in danger of doing that if these young guys don't perform well. I just don't think that we're at the point where, I mean, there, there there's a lot of, like Sean was right, there's one foot in, one foot out, but it's the whole organization. You've got six of the top 100 prospects that are coming up. You've got this era, whatever it is, and Thomas is not going to get re-signed, and Burns was not going to get re-signed, and Woodruff gets hurt, and we got the Yelich albatross forever. I think what happened was we all assumed, oh, we're not going to compete. It's councils at the Cubs. This sucks. And then they sign Reese Hoskins. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, we are contending. But we're not. I mean, they might get into the playoffs. They might win 85 games. But this this team's not going to win a World Series. I think in order for this to work, to win a World Series at some point, and we've went through having two – you know, best players at their position or in that category with Fielder and Braun, and you didn't have the pitching. Now you look at it, and you might be going down the same pathway where you've got a lot of hitters, right, with Mitchell and Churio. Um, we'll see if if uh, uh, Joey Weimer can figure out his swing because, God, that was ugly last year. Uh, Sal Freelich may be a top-of-the-order guy up there to do his thing. Obviously, Contreras is good. Cuero's behind him at catcher. They decide to move on from Contreras in the next couple of years. So you've got bats, it appears, based on their minor league numbers. Now the question is, will the D.L. Hall and the Mizorowskis of the world be able to get their control to go along with their 100-mile-an-hour fastball? If those two find control and the Brewers help them find control, then you've got two frontline starters again uh, that might actually be more dangerous than Burns or Woodruff. Uh, if they can stay healthy, but that's kind of where the roll of the dice is. One or both of those guys has to work out to be in this rotation. If they both end up in the bullpen because they can't, you know, get control, uh, then they're stuck because I, I don't think they have any front end rotation guys anywhere close to the major league level right now in this farm system outside of those two. Shay, are you thinking playoffs? Do you care enough? No. I don't. I I don't see them making the playoffs. May, maybe seventy five wins this year. No, Tra- no. trading Cor- trading Corbin Burns was was a big mistake. So why right now? Why right now? Why not see how the how the season goes? I mean, I like I like the idea of okay, if you're playing like you know shit during the during the season, then trade them at the trade everyone at the All Star break. Well, no, no, well, one second. If we do it your way. And we go, okay, we're going to do the Bonamago Jr. way. We're going to roll with Corbin Burns. Now you're going to get to the All-Star break. Brewers are game up in the division, two games up in the division, three up in the division, whatever. Then you're going to go into the playoffs. Now, listen here. You can say they're a playoff team with Corbin Burns. 
Okay, I'll agree. Without Corbin Burns, they're not winning a World Series. With Corbin Burns and Miley and Peralta as your top three, and remember, no Woodruff, that though that front three is not going to go win a World Series for this I, team I, this year. Hey, any any you can catch you can catch lightning in a bottle. You can win a series here, win a series there. All of a sudden, you're in you're in the no, NLCS. No. MLB yes. teams can catch lightning in a bottle. The <laughs> Brewers cannot, Tim. Uh, listen, it 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 doesn't take a lot to get at least to the NLCS. They've so, been there. But if you I, go to the NLCS and lose, then you lose Corbin Burns for a pick. Now you've got the same pick for losing him for nothing and two prospects that are major league ready to go with it. It was a great deal for the Brewers. I don't know. I think I, everybody I, agrees it was a uh, – at least, and Sean, I'm sorry, I'll get to you in the, here. I think everyone agrees it's a fine to good deal, but they got all wrapped up with the Hoskins stuff, who's not even like worth. I mean, he's good. I was excited to get him, but I don't. I don't think he like. Sean, what do you got? Uh, so yeah, um, coming into the season, as far as um, players for the Brewers go. Burns was my biggest question mark. Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to, um, you know, regress? I, I mean, he has been, uh, frankly, declining. I love the guy. I want to see him succeed. I want every brewer to succeed. However, the other part of me, the cynical part of me, sees him as a declining asset that um, the uh, – a lot of windows are closing on him, and one of them is team control. And so they moved on from him, and they're bringing up guys who were question marks as well. So I'm saying, uh, and and I think Sparky and I are uh, in the same ballpark is in agreement, is that at least it was something we could have ended up with a whole lot of nothing. Uh, he could have, I mean, look at what happened to Brad and uh, Woodruff. We'll never see the guy pitch again, probably in the major leagues. That could that could very well be um, in a, a Brewer fu uh, alternate future of um, Bernsey having a, a, a career-ending or at least season-ending injury, and then we're stuck. I, I I'm glad we went with the young guys. And Burns in that division is not Burns in our division, not no. even remotely close. Like, I, I'll be shocked if his ERA is close to what it was in Milwaukee. I, I just think based on what he's going to face, uh, that, that number is going to go up. His ERA is going to go up, and he's going to have more stumbles uh, than he had in Milwaukee would be my guess part. With that, I got to go. I got to get back to my production. Sparky, but it was nice Sparky. seeing y'all. Very Sparky, good. One, Sparky, one question. Could they uh, package Adamas and um, Devin Williams right now to get – not probably not number one starter, no, number one, but – a two or three? Oh, maybe. Yeah, but who's going to give they, up a, they... a two or a three starter at this point? I mean, pitchers and catchers report, what, next week? Man, I, nobody's going to do that at this point. Now I think if you move Adamas, you're moving him for a couple of prospects. Devin Williams, they'll hold him. They'll get to the, the deadline, and then at the trade deadline, if they're out of it, then maybe they'll trade him like they did Hater. The difference between the two is if they're out of it, fans are going to be pissed if they trade Devin Williams because they weren't in it anyhow. But if they're in it, then they'll hold Devin Williams probably to the offseason and trade him before next season is my guess. But that bullpen is strong. Like, I don't know. We'll see who that guy is to replace Devin Williams. Is it, uh, you know, Abner Uribe? I don't know. Uh, Uribe's had some control issues too. Um, and, and we'll see what happens. But no, I don't think they'll package them together. And even if they did, like what pitching staff is deep enough to give you a two? 
uh, and just right before the season starts without getting a starting pitcher back. I just don't know if that's realistic or not. Okay. All right, Steve. Thank you. Good to see you. Always fun. Curtin Long, baby. Check out Bart Winkler and Curtin Long. It was uh, very, very good, especially the wrestling conversation at the end. And you'll never hear me talk wrestling again on that podcast. So enjoy it while you have it. All right, tools, y'all. All right. See ya. Um, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. I feel like from a bigger picture, um, I did not enjoy, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of how I want to frame this. Because I have for a long time, if I'm known for anything, it's policing fans on how they can feel. <laughs> I feel like. So what I've seen in the last week is people get excited about Reese Hoskins. And then the Corbin Burns trade was like all caps lock, furious, like we lost the team. And then the Badgers lose to Purdue. And suddenly people that are not watching a lot of Badger basketball are all like freaking out because they saw a loss. And then the Bucks have this great comeback on Saturday, but then lose on Sunday and people are melting down again. And I'm like, I just either I am following like the real most passionate and reactionary people in all of sports, or I am just, I hate to say this from a national perspective, Tim, but am I out of touch with the average man? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You are you saying you've lost, uh, 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 sight of what Joe Lunchbox is thinking, Bart. Is that what I'm hearing from your yeah, ivory maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe having to pay attention to all this other stuff. Uh, I've lost, I've lost the feeling of wanting to end being a sports fan because a guy who won a Cy Young for us three years ago got traded for two major league ready guys and a pick. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm freaking out that, um, you know maybe I got to look at myself that what was a top 10 team is now what 11 in the country. So it was a great path in March, but they lost a couple games. Maybe I need to freak out more that I got to remember that even though the NBA playoffs aren't until April and May, we have to react like they're happening pre all-star break. Maybe, maybe I need to do that. (laughs) No, no, no. You keep doing what you do. I just, I I think, Sean, I think the reaction is, I'm just, again, maybe I'm just following like the wrong people. Maybe it's a social media thing. You're following the wrong people. Or, or yeah, or paying too close attention. Just Bart, though, if there's anything about Bart Winkler that is true, it is that when Bart is just in the moment, that's the Bart Winkler we love best. So um, when you're away from the microphone and, and you're maybe thinking too much, just Remember that when 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 it's balls of the wall where the rubber meets the road, that Bart Winkler always delivers. So don't let this. But this part of you, though, that where it's pulling against you, that's what makes you the best, pal. So hold on to that edge. There's relationship, George. Exactly. And independent, George. No, you're more like you're more like uh, uh, Al Pacino and Heat. I got to hold on to my edge. Mm. Keeps me sharp. Now, here's the hypocrisy. I did not freak out about the Burns trade. I did not freak out about the Bucks' loss to the Jazz. 
I did not freak out about the Badgers loss to Purdue. I think a lot of that energy for me went to this bullshit rock coming back and taking Cody Rhodes spot at WrestleMania. That's, that's what I'm furious about. So I still have the rage in the edge. It's just focused on the scripted thing and not the other stuff. Well, hold on to it and, and definitely stay sharp. And uh, I'm going to have to sign off as well, but uh, love you guys. Hope to hear more from you. All right. That's the Sean O'Connell. And with that, a good opportunity to remind you about my friends at Happy Place Hemp. Tim, I got to hook you up because they are, uh, they got a new product that they're coming out with. Oh. Yeah. So I've talked to you about the tinctures and the gummies and the CBD, CBN ones, again, have been great for the sleeping because I get home and I'm just like, I drive home tired and then I'm home and I'm like, uh, so you got to take the gummies. There's the THC free ones that you've taken. There's obviously the Delta eight Delta nines that, you know, everybody enjoys, but they have teamed up with our boys at 1840 brewing. Okay. Okay. So they've teamed up with them at 1840 brewing and uh, we got to get together. They're going to have a seltzer to try out. So there's going to be 10 milligrams of THC and 10 of CBD per can. Oh, they've teamed up with 1840. Okay. So um, I am excited to get my hands on that. And again, all their products that you can get on their website, happyplacehemp.com, available for 25% off every order with the promo code BART. You can also visit them in Muskego with their extended hours. Uh, Check them out online and you can uh, just tell them you heard them on. You could say the Bart Winkler show or into the Winkler verse or the Tim Shea extravaganza or what have you, (laughs) but happyplacehemp.com promo code Bart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So how are you doing with the Brewers? You got your shirt on. You, you saw the new giveaways. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting pretty excited. I'm ready for opening day. Are you ready to park on opening day? Yeah, you texted me earlier and you're like, let's talk parking. <laughs> so I guess let's talk parking. The Brewers announced yesterday a state-of-the-art parking system that utilizes license plate recognition technology to provide seamless entry into American family field parking lots. So think of this like minority report but with cars um once you park in the parking lots 
fans with prepaid digital parking will activate their parking session by simply typing in their license plate on the ballpark app. If you purchase day of parking, you scan a QR code posted on signs in the lot or enter your license plate and payment information. This expedited process will help alleviate backups that often occur during peak entry times. This is going to be a mess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, what was the point of this? I what the parking there's, there's, you know, everyone's going away from a cashless society, but parking, I feel is one of the few things like you should pay in cash. You should pay in cash. Let's let's like, like let's still have cash being out. This is I don't. So you park first and then you pay. That's sure what it sounds like. How do they know if you? I don't. Once I, you park in the parking lot, fans activate it by typing in, and if you purchase day of parking, you scan a QR code. So it sounds like it's like when you just park downtown and type in your thing in MKE Park at a meter. Yeah, so I pay, but if I'm not going to be there long, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I roll the dice and risk it. Yeah, and so do people have the option to just be like, are they going to enforce this? We're not going to park here. I'm not going to pay. The Brewers are ten games under 500 in August. Are they really going to force this today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a doubleheader day game. Yeah, the lights went out, you know, a couple months ago. Double header. Are they yeah. really going to risk this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm serious. Uh yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's already a pain to get in there to park. This just seems like it's gonna be a mess. Huh? You're gonna what? You're gonna look I got a what? You're gonna hear a lot of that. I got a what? What have what happened to just giving you some money? Yeah, there you there it is. No, this is the, like you can't you can't you can't introduce like you thought paying for a playoff game on Peacock was crazy. <laughs> you can't introduce this kind of technology until like twenty five years. <laughs> yeah. Until people are, and even then, the until people have from been familiar with this kind of technology for their whole life, and then even you, the the you and me's of the world, will be like, "What is this?" Yeah, I like, we'll, but then we'll still be like, "Oh, it's a QR." Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Like, there's people. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there's people that are going to come to this ballpark that don't know what a QR code is. Mm-hmm. They have they no should, idea. They should really practice with all the ushers, and then see how that goes. Oh God! <laughs> the 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 ushers at that stadium. I know. Like, why? When I go to other ballparks, why is it our ballpark that has like just the sorry, the oldest ushers in the world? Yeah, I think I think the ushers at American Family. I think you legally have to be dead for six months, and then they dig you back up and inject you with some serum. And then, then you're an usher. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they never know what's going on. Uh, Watching the TV, not realizing the game's actually behind them. Like some, the some other new additions this year. A new scoreboard in right field. A brand new center. Yeah, a little disappointed that they don't have a scoreboard that faces the parking lot. Because that is the crown jewel of that property is... 
Well, the they put that nice. field, they put that new scoreboard in the in a, the very wrong place, in the place that they don't need it. They need it on the like, like in Houston, on the third base, like against the those windows, those panels. They need it over there so people in the bleachers can actually see what's going on. Because you got about five thousand fans that can't see a scoreboard. Fans must purchase day of parking or activate their prepaid parking before entering the ballpark to avoid receiving a parking violation. (laughs) So it's tied to your ticket. Okay. So I think if you, if you, if they scan your ticket and you haven't parked or you haven't paid for parking, you get a parking ticket. Hmm. But what if you buy separate? I don't. The Brewers will be in. In uh, it's. I don't know. Do they have a Do they have a home game? Are they doing an exhibition before opening day? This is not something you unveil on opening day. Yep, opening day. Oh my god, there we have a problem with our uh, system right now. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay for parking and then try and get a refund later on. I didn't bring any money. I thought I'd do it on my phone. All right, here's some comments on YouTube. Ken says, all I keep hearing from people defending this Burns trade is, don't worry, guys, it's still going to be a fun year. Nothing says fun like getting swept by the Cubs because we have no ace. Uh, fuck council. <laughs> Tim, you were in the dark, and Ken also thought you were running from your happy place, hemp bill. <laughs> Gary says, Hoskins is like Yasmani Grandal, a good year, and then he's gone. Yeah, don't go out and buy Hoskins jerseys. No, go to the winter sale next year and buy all the Burns stuff. Yeah. Yeah, why do they have to do that after the clubhouse sale? Uh, he also wants to know, Ken does, if you have any shakeaways from the Pro Bowl. Oh, God, no. Which had his lowest ratings ever. Bring back real football. I don't care how positive. Bob- the bad it is. Just get rid of it. Don't bring back real football. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this man. Greg's been calling into the national show as Mr. Positive. He's in the house. Very nice. From Greg Detroit, from, huh? Greg from Michigan. Go blue. Um, Taylor says, I am mentally prepping myself that Bobby Portis may not be a buck in the next 48 hours. That will be a tough one to take. Well, if you want them to get better at defense, then they're going to have to trade someone like Bobby or Pat Connaughton. Now, I will react strongly if Grant Williams is a buck. In a good way or a bad way? I, 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 I'm gonna, I might burn all my shit. Okay. Grant Williams is a buck? You kidding me? <laughs> when Della Vidova signed here, I was all upset because he played well against the Warriors, and I was like, ah, and I talked to him, and ah. If Grant Williams signs here, that's like Pharrell getting a radio job in Milwaukee. Uh, I can't. I don't know what that means. I can't. I can't. I can't cheer for Grant Williams. Might have to. Uh, Sal says the streets are saying Dame is washed. No, I got a great Dame stat for you guys. A great Dame stat. The Bucks of the Suns on Tuesday evening should be a very interesting game. 
Doc Rivers is coaching the All-Star game, although he said he's not going, but I haven't seen an official confirmation after that. So I guess Prunty would coach? No, just give it to the Cleveland Cavs coach or something. Yeah, they're in second now. Bucks are 10 and 14 when Dame scores less than 25 points or doesn't play. If he scores 25 points, they're 23 and 3. All right. So we just need Dame to score points. We need we need Dame to take enough shots. We need Brooke Lopez in Portland not to look at Dame and then choose to take the three ball himself to try to win the game. Maybe one of the dumber decisions I have seen in my time as a Bucks fan. Uh, Taylor also says the national sports media seems to shit on the Bucks no matter what they do or don't do. It's obnoxious, but par for the course. That well, that's why I took the job to <laughs> to combat that because the Bucks are held to a different standard. They are. I don't know why, but they are. Maybe they're like the Brock Purdy of NBA. Because nobody thinks that they, nobody knew who Giannis was. Nobody thinks they should be good. They see him win. They still don't believe it. And I've been shitting all over Brock Purdy. Mm. I've said he's good, but he ain't. Super Bowl good? Well, maybe he is. We'll find out in five days. Uh, Tyler says trading Burns does not mean the Brewers are rebuilding. The offseason isn't over. This isn't rocket science, guys. Yeah, I still think if they trade Burns first, people are like, oh, well, he was going to be gone anyway, and we got these other guys. And then if they sign Hoskins, then we're like, oh, all right, let's go. But they signed Hoskins, which was so out of the ordinary. And for, for Mark's sake, like, he's not as rich as some of these other owners. I mean, they couldn't even afford you. Damn right. But... um. It it is hard for a Brewers fan to see him constantly investing in other things. I know you got to diversify your portfolio, but he's spending money on soccer and golf and all this other stuff. And it's like, eh, I mean, could that have been Brewer money or how does that work? We don't know his checkbook. So we don't know. How else have you been, Tim? Good. Yeah. Just Burning the midnight oil over at CES 58. When are we doing our Tupelo honey date? Yeah, we got to do that. I keep on looking at these these uh, cards here, being like, yeah, I, mean, I need to go out with him. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it this week. Maybe Thursday. Uh, Thursday, maybe. I am uh, off on Friday. Oh? Yeah. How's... I took off the Friday before the Super Bowl like a real dork. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to the Bucks game. Oh, very nice. Yeah. The well, there you go. It's a buddy's 40th birthday extravaganza. I was gonna say I didn't get the invite. Well, maybe you could go. Sure. It's up top. <laughs> it's in. It's in like a party box. I don't. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like in the just in the upper deck. Mm-mm. I'm like, I don't sit up there. No, I had to pay. 
Very nice. Good for you. Paid the pay. Uh, Ken says, what are the odds Taylor Swift does a run-in on Usher this Sunday? You know how many calls I took last night from people that thought the NFL was rigged? Like serious calls? <laughs> Let me guess. Were they all from like Florida and Texas? Wow. Tim, I don't know what you infer by that. Uh, no, they were all from Baltimore because they were pissed the Ravens lost. Oh, okay. But even Lions fans are like, ah, I mean, it's not rigged. We just, that suck. And Ravens fans are like, we only ran the ball six times. Uh, M Shark says Brock Purdy is Eli Manning. Ooh, that's a very good comparison, actually. Jared says Tupelo Honey is fire emoji. Texas Badger says don't say shit about Texas fat man. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> there it is. Texas with the low blow. Just wow. Okay. Which one of us is he talking about? Sounds like sounds like someone familiar to me. Man, <laughs> who, who could he possibly be talking about? You are. Hmm. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'll show my gut if I have to. Talking about me? No. Okay, uh, Bart Jim journey. I feel like that was a storyline. I signed up for the gym December fifteenth. How many times do you think I've been there? Well, you went that once. I'm going to say still once. Five times. Oh, very nice. Four more times than I thought. Good Five job. times. Um, but then I did. See, it's not just about buying the gym membership. Mm -hmm. It's about taking a step. And I did. I was going to go to the gym one day, but it was nice. So I walked outside instead. Okay. I've also been trying to intermittent fast. Yep. Um, still haven't stopped at Taco Bell on your way home. No, okay. I stopped there once pre show. Oh, okay. Well, that's dinner. They were closed. What they got, they go, Welcome to Taco Bell. We apologize. We are not taking new orders right now. Eight o'clock. <laughs> Look at you going in an hour early to prepare. Oh, yeah. I sit down, I get a coffee. I Boy, I wish we had that back back to, back in the twelve fifty days. Well, I mean it's a little different. I mean I'm coming in after a day of just like I just wait to go to work all day. I thought about adjusting my schedule so I woke up at like seven at night. Mm -hmm. Waiting to go to work is it's different. It's it's different. Texas Badger says that you should come down and block the border all by yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope. Uh, what are we doing? Get out of here. Stop. No, this is not. What are we doing? <laughs> I I constantly run from any of this, and then you guys all want to start it up again. That was the thing. But 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 I'm I'm the bad guy because I told you to wear a mask for two months. Uh, Tyler says Brewers essentially the same team from last year with a better offense and they're winning 75 games just because Burns is gone. LOL. Come on. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that we're a playoff team, but 
what did the Diamondbacks have? 84 wins? Something like that. 86. I, I don't know. Like, and again, I'm not trying to be a homer. In fact, I think I hate baseball, but this Brewers team could easily win 84 games. I guess. Am I wrong? I mean, I guess. What I'm about your guy, Jake Junis? They said Jake, Jake Junis. Uh, they signed who I previously know from picking up and cutting five to six different times when he was a two-start pitcher in fantasy baseball. And they would always have a terrible ERA. Jake Junis. I mean, I guess I just, you know, their pitching is kind of, oh, I don't know, not good now. Or it's, un, I guess it's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not proven. Bad, bad. Well, I guess. I mean, what, what's our rotation? Peralta, Miley. Is, uh, is what's Joe name? Ross. No. Is, what's what about Ashby? Name? When's he coming? Yeah. Out? That's uh, this year, right? Is he I saw someone say the Brewers either have seven starters or Freddie and six relievers. <laughs> six long relievers. I just don't want to be playing that bullpen game come game three or game four of the year. Where it's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna, you know, have a have a getter. A go, what do they call them? A, an out getter and then go play each inning by inning. I just feel like, and maybe again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm out of touch. Maybe I'm, I, but I feel like this was, like this is a year rebuilding. Am I wrong? Not. You've got expiring contracts. You've got, guys, you've got six of the athletics top 100 prospects, the most in baseball. Churio, you signed to a long-term deal. Uh, Jefferson Cuero, the catcher, and you already have a great one. We'll see what Tyler Black becomes. Joey Ortiz is listed in there. You just traded for him. Brock Wilkin is at uh, single A. And Jacob Mizorowski is uh, turning head. So I... I don't... I don't just... I don't see it. Like, we we go into every year expecting a championship. And, and I... I mean, that is the goal. But I didn't do that with the Packers this year. And I had a grand old time and i'm certainly not going to do it with the brewers i'm already i'm already exerting that energy in the bucks what are we just going to sit here every year and be like well i hope they make the playoffs but once the playoffs start you know they're gonna barely get past the first round and we'll be happy with a second round exit and off we go into the offseason well then what do you do about these other teams like the dodgers I don't know. There's I I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing. Here's the thing. There's nothing we can do. I feel like th- or this is you have to be like Arizona and just get in and go on and run. This but is maybe reason, um Bruce can't do that. Dwayne with the we want Cody hashtag. Hell yeah. This press conference tomorrow or Thursday is gonna be bonkers. And it's in Vegas where the Super Bowl is. What press conference? Oh, there's going to be a WWE press conference oh, to announce all these matches, and it's in Vegas. And you know what else is in Vegas this week? Live golf. Let me go read the uh, the cliff notes of the you know the 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 season guide and catch up. I guess here's I think what 
because I I've been talking about me falling out of love with baseball uh, for a while, and somebody had shared the Brandon Woodruff home run, which was great, and it got me thinking. Well, back in 2018, like with all these Packer losses or Bucks losses or whatever, when Chris Taylor caught that ball, you knew that they weren't getting anywhere that year. You also knew it was never going to happen. I've just gotten to the point of maybe nihilistic uh, baseball fan. I'm never going to come into a season expecting that the Brewers can win a World Series. So if I don't have the expectation, I won't have the disappointment. I'm going to treat the Brewers as what they are to me now. Entertainment, uh, something to get excited about, talk about couple nights a week, watch a game, um, go to a game with some buddies, you know, start to get my kid, bond with him, you know, have him have fun at the ballpark. I'm going to save all my desperate, we need to win this for the Packers. I've got a lot of that invested into the Bucks right now. Like, oh God, if they would win, it'd be so, so sweet. But I, I just, I don't know that I can do that with the Brewers, not just because of, their situation, but baseball as a whole, like the fact that anybody is trying to decide, are we a world series team? This is, this isn't that we're, we're never a world series team. We can get into the playoffs and then somehow get to the world series. Cause it's baseball, but we're never Milwaukee is never going to build a world series favorite or true contender. And that's, Maybe maybe my viewpoint is different than yours, but that's what I've realized to myself. And so that's what I have to think. I honestly thought last year, going into last year, they were a World Series contender. I've thought it in 2014. I thought it in 18. I thought it in 19. I thought it in 21. I thought it in 22. I thought it in 23. Is this the first year you're not? Obviously. I mean... What I've just accepted that in my life, I'll probably never see the Brewers in a World Series. True. And so that's why I'm not going to get bent out of shape about trading a pitcher with one year left on his deal. And I know that like that's, I, we, well, we'd love to be the Orioles who used to be bad, but now are good. But we'd love to deal from a position of strength. And maybe someday again, we will, because we've got a good, Farm system. And that's what bugs me is that they just didn't, or that one year, didn't go for it all. And yeah, like bring in like, another pitcher. Rebuild. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with that? They should have done more. Who freaking cares if you're going to be bad for 10 years? At least you got that World Series. Because now looking back at the Stearns era, all that we really remember is 2018. And would they be really that bad? Is Mark, like, that poor? I bet he wouldn't. I bet they wouldn't hit rock bottom. But they'd get a couple good drafts, draft picks. Maybe, you know, maybe one year under 500, you know, really bad. But let's be real. I don't, if they would have done what? the Marlins did years ago and what Baltimore is doing right now. I don't think they would have hit rock bottom. My opinion. Yeah. But this is what you're going to get. You're not going to get a world series with this team. Then you'll just get mediocre play, win a division. That's bad right now. It's bad. Sure. Great. They win a division, 
we're gonna get we're gonna be like the Braves winning you know 14 15 16 divisions and tapering out so whatever um okay so <laughs> Super Bowl pick uh give me the Chiefs 28 24. I got a bad feeling that uh, the Niners win. Is it really a bad feeling, though? The Chiefs are starting to become like the Patriots. Like, well, the Niners, the Niners beat us. The Niners beat us. Yeah, I get that point. I've been, I've been trying to tell people that Brock Purdy's not as good as they think. And then he I'm goes, trying to, I'm trying to expose Kyle Shanahan as a big game choker. So then, you want the Chiefs? That's fine. Yeah, and well, the reason I like last year's Super Bowl so much is we didn't make the playoffs, so I didn't really have a rooting interest between the Chiefs and the Eagles. I just watched the game. Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, tired of uh, watching the Super Bowl and needing a team to lose. Now, I know, I know, you know, this is past the Super Bowl. I know we'll play the guessing game of what games do you think the Packers get, but I think they open the season in Philadelphia, or well, I guess in Brazil. Yeah, they're, I think it's them or Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, you got to save that Pittsburgh game for, you know, the Battle of Pennsylvania. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, your guy, Cone Roller. Oh. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, brother man. Hey, Cone. Taste <laughs> the biscuits. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, I got to end soon so I can listen. <laughs> True. Yeah, I got 13 minutes here. Um, what do we think of these Brewers moves? I don't know. Haven't you been watching the show? <laughs> Cone's a busy guy. Please. I'm on my lunch. Uh, I basically just said I'm, I've am i given up on the fact that the Brewers will ever win a World Series in my lifetime. I, I don't get to one. I don't blame him for moving off of Corbin. I think it was a good choice. I don't mind it. I think people got freaked out because they made a contending type move. And then they made a rebuilding type move. I think if they swapped the order. It's all about timing, right? I just feel like Cohen, I feel like, you know, I'm at a I'm at a I'm trying to look within because I got Brewers fans freaking out about this Corbin deal. I got Bucks fans freaking out about a loss, every loss. I got Badgers fans freaking out about a loss to Purdue. Big deal. I mean, the the, the expectation that has happened in this state where we need to win every game all the time by 30. I don't know when we got so entitled, but it's really bothering me. Yeah, that tough week for Badger basketball, dropping, you know, blowing a lead against Nebraska on the road. And then, you know, obviously the Purdue game. Tough week for the boys. They're up to or they're down to number eleven now in the the AP poll. Um, I think that's fair. I think that's fair after this past week. Big game tomorrow against Michigan. That should that's a scheduled win. Very big win tomorrow, or very big game tomorrow. <laughs> what is uh, Marquette ranked? Uh, Marquette's ranked seventh and fifth. They are actually in um, Joe Lenardi's bracketology they are the two seed and the badgers are the three seed yes yeah, the same on the same line so on the same bracket well for them to play that would require marquette getting to the second weekend and uh, <laughs> I don't 
Yeah, what would that what would that be like? A tournament game between uh, awesome. I would love that. I, I, I would hate it. I think it would be good. I think it would be good for the state's economy. The only matchup I want is for them to play for a national championship. And who would you no. root in a national championship? Scott, the Badgers. Come on. All right, good. Just making sure. Oh no, you got Marquette colors on today. They're brew crew, baby. Mm. I don't know. I'm repping Wisconsin. Just got a Wisconsin oh, Milwaukee. Just got a big win over IUPUI. So yeah, yeah but you know what? That uh, conference, go Green Bay, go the Phoenix. Are they still in first in the conference? I, yes, I, I, they are. Yes, go. they are. You guys bailed on me for Green Bay. Sorry, but look at that turnaround. They went three games all last year, and this year they're fighting for an NCAA bid. Well, again, it's a one big league. One big league. Get the one seed. Get the double buy. Panthers only 12 and 11, though. I thought they'd be a little better. I thought they would, too. Is Bart Lundy on the hot seat? I don't, I don't want to start the rumors. I'm just checking the, the pulse. Good, good Lord, no. No. Bart Lundy needs to – he should have coached the Bucks. He's got a <laughs> chance at getting Connor Seijan next year, I think. And maybe Gus Buss. <laughs> You think so? No, stop Maybe. that. <laughs> I don't know. College, you got to recruit. You got to recruit your own guys. Yeah, that college sports is just. It's, you know, it was dirty before, and now it's even dirtier. Well, because everyone is the center of their own story again. It's like any prospect you have to cater to a thousand percent. It's kind of like AAU culture has seeped its way into the NCAA. I, I don't like, what are you going to do about it? Players should have the freedom and, you know, this is their life, but, and as a product, it's been fine. But for the, I just don't understand why anyone would want to be a college coach and still think that they can pull off some work-life balance. You can't even do a coach recruit balance. You're constantly, oh, it's just, it just sounds awful. I think you got to go the way of like what some of the big 10 coaches do where, you know, Greg guard recruits his own son. Maybe that's how they spend time together. You know, Fran <laughs> McCaffrey has had his kids at Iowa forever. So these guys need to start to just have kids. I think so. I think if they, you know, if they want to spend time with their family, the only time they can is by recruiting them or adding them to their staff. Yeah. We always used to joke that my dad's favorite kid was, Whoever was on his soccer team that year. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Then <laughs> uh, it wasn't me because I was ass. Was ass. Now, Bart, you're only a father of one, but do you and a boy? So yeah, so you're hardly a father at all. But um, do you wow. think do you think the the thing of like oh I love all my kids equally is true or is that BS? I I can't I can't speak on that, but I can't imagine it's true. We gotta get wicked in here with his three kids to answer the question. Especially now, like I've spent so much time with my kid and he's he's my he's everything. And then if we had another kid, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> 
Yeah. So if I ever have another kid, I'm going to delete this video. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I think you always look at it in terms of, I don't know. I think, I think it would have to, I think it'd be, it'd be helpful if it was another girl or if it was a girl, because then I could be a real dad. And then I could have like, oh, I got my son and my daughter. But otherwise it'd be like, you just have a son and like a different version of your son. So me with three brothers, I mean, who's the favorite? Whoever called last, probably. Yeah, or the youngest is usually the favorite in a big family. Yeah, young, yeah, youngest. Yeah, I would hope oldest, as which I am, but. Well, I think it's either the oldest or the youngest. I think middle child, you're just you're just screwed from the get go. Um, what do we think of the Whit Merrifield Junior signing? Good for baseball, bad for baseball, good for the Royals. What say you? Now, I hate to correct you, but you're thinking of Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt. Uh, yeah, you're, right. you're right. I don't like that some reporters looked at the Jackson Churio deal and thought this is disgusting and bad, and then looked at the Bobby Witt deal and thought this is beautiful. Ken Rosenthal. The Churio deal is much better in hindsight now with that this Royals deal. Well, yeah, Bobby Witt has time in Major League Baseball. That's the difference. Yeah, but if you're going to sign a guy to, like, years of extension, you might as well just take a shot on it early because I don't know how the Royals are going to compete for the next 10 years. They cannot they, – they're oh, they, completely by this contract. They won't. Exactly. So, like, what are they doing? They're just signing up for another 10 years of mediocrity? Well, then all their fans are like, look at this. We can compete. But then who else are they going to sign? It's like us with Yelich. Zach Greinke, of course. I'd take him back. I'd take him back. He I wants to pitch. I mean, the starting lineup right now is not looking great. Starting rotation for the Brewers. Freddie has a one. I love Freddie, but is <laughs> hey, he a one? I don't think so. Cohn, are, are people getting excited in Arizona? It's it's spring training time. Like, this is this is your time to shine. This is your people's time to shine. Yeah, we got quite a couple events coming up. We got uh, the Waste Management Open all this week and weekend. Going to see Kygo on Saturday night. What about tonight, Cone? Bucks game. Tonight, we got the Bucks in town. Are you, you going? Yeah, uh, tentative right now. He ain't going. Oh. He ain't going. I might have boots. I'll let you know if I got boots. Let's get some boots. Call into the Bart Winkler show tonight on CBS Sports Radio after. I mean, after hearing that guy peddle some crazy Taylor Swift conspiracies last night, I, I don't know. One guy called in and said he's never heard of Taylor Swift. I did hear that as well. <laughs> Let me guess, he lives in like the Rocky Mountains or the or the Smoky Mountains? I don't get how these two things are possible where you, one, never heard of Taylor Swift, but you're calling national CBS radio. <laughs> just, those don't match up. Did you hear the guy from Wyoming? He was like... Yeah, I, I, he. I think they're gonna start calling the Kansas City Swifts. He loved that one. <laughs> and then I, I was dying because I'm thinking this guy can't find an open mic within 150 miles, so he's got to call the radio show. Try out his comedy. Oh, yeah. we have fun. We have fun there on the old CBS. The Final Four is also in Phoenix this year, so Badgers make it. You will absolutely have boots on the ground. Oh wow 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 wow! You need to get yourself uh, down on the court. Get uh, get get a hold of one of those student seats. I gotta get like uh, I'll, I gotta reach out to somebody that's got connections. 
Yeah. Problem with Phoenix is again, it's so sprawled out that you can't just go to a Suns game. You gotta like, it's like ninety miles away. Yeah, it's definitely uh, you know, an urbanist's worst nightmare out here. It is a city built for the automobile. That's disgusting. <laughs> it is disgusting. <laughs> oh, I couldn't. I everywhere we wanted to go is twenty five minutes away. Yeah, just how the world works, you know. What are you gonna do about it? Well, America didn't used to be that way. We used to be kind of like Europe in terms of the. But then the car came and we we bowed down to our overlords. Uh, here's a question from Matt. He says, I hate the Niners with the passion of a thousand sons. Where do Packer fans land on Niners most hated rival? Are they worse than the Vikings, worse than the Bears? Well, the problem is they're like the one team that's had consistent postseason success against us, and that's when feelings are amplified. So they are up there. I feel like they're our other division rival that's in Detroit's, like whatever Detroit is. <laughs> like I was rooting for Detroit. Is is Green Bay, San Francisco even a rivalry if they just kick our ass all the time? No, maybe not. It's like uh, they're just our older brother, our daddies. Yeah, it's like when the Bucks play the Pistons. I mean, who cares? But, oh, they always beat us. Well, then we're going to beat you again. Okay. Now that you've seen a couple games of Doc Rivers, are you more confident or less confident in this team, you know, winning a championship than you were with Adrian Griffin? I still feel like the team as constructed could have won a championship. Um, it just doesn't seem like they are – it seems like they're cool with like a 20 game schedule. I don't know. This team is, they're just not, they're just like, I'm not, I'm not sure they like playing basketball right now. It's a weird, it's a weird year. Like the other night I'm watching the game. Doc Rivers is our head coach. <laughs> and we have Damian Lillard. Could you have imagined that in June? You'd be like, what would have to have happened for that to occur? That is pretty crazy. Here we are. All right. Well, I think I'm good. Yeah. Time to taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. So, (laughs) (laughs) Newbie Tuesday. It is a Newbie Tuesday. Should I call in? No. Oh, last one. Did you say that? I'm a national git. I, you, you know what? They, they should be calling you. Yeah, I'd go on. I got two last things to end with. One, why aren't you at Radio Row? And number two, did you see Mike Clemens shade at you last night on Twitter? <laughs> Great response part, by the way. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard from Clemens in a while. I'm blocked by Clemens. What? That how that does not surprise me one bit. <laughs> Clemens said, "I see Bart Winkler at Radio Row. It's Carrot Top." Fantastic. Uh, Q's on a walk. What are you doing? What's up, guys? I, I've been listening. I just wanted to call in and say hi since we only do this once a week now. Well, right, big news. Trade deadline special this Thursday. Oh, nice. So uh, is that 4 wow. Central? 
When is the trade deadline? Two or central. Is Rami going live as well during that? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Is he? Uh, he's kind of trying to steal your audience a little bit. He's trying to steal your niche. Well, it's open, so take it. That's fair. I can't do this every day anymore. NBA trade deadline time. 3 p.m. Eastern, so 2 o'clock. Two central. 2, two o'clock, all right. I had to turn my camera off. I was having connection issues. Oh, we don't really care. Uh, <laughs> Jake Gar says, I dumped you quick. No, no. I got I got the NBA trade deadline special. How about we fire it up at 1.30 on Thursday? That'll be great. Hopefully, we've made at least one trade. 1.30 Central, I'll plan for, unless we make a trade earlier. I'm not too enamored by any of these trade, like, these potential trades. I don't really. I hate them. Hate them all. I don't really see anyone I'm interested in. I don't I want think, Wiggins. Like, no, you don't. Yes, I do. If, I don't think we're we like have... a, we're not like a Bruce Brown away from a title, you oh. guys. Oh, got to go. I think. All right. If we have to trade Bobby, I, I don't want to trade him for a guard. I want at least a small forward. So I like I like Grant Williams. I like Wiggins. I, I don't if know. Grant Williams I is a like buck, I'm if we trade for Murray. Why? I don't like him. But I feel like he'll be the guy that everyone hates on our team. Like you didn't like Grayson Allen before he was our guy. Yeah, but he's Grayson, and that was different. I don't know. I I would love to see Grant Williams go up against uh, his former team in the Celtics. Oh God! No, it it feel it would feel like Colton Wong all over again. No, look at me! I'm on the other team now. (laughs) Ha ha ha! So, at least the Bucks have two championships. The Brewers have zero. I think Colton Wong was my least favorite Brewer ever. Why? Because he never really cared about being here. True. You're right. What are we, an hour in? I'm, gonna, I'm, trying, to sh- I'm trying to dick around with the format here. Yeah, an hour four. Talk once, Tim. Hello, Bart. Now, I want to get it so you're... Mm, somehow there's a way that... When you start talking. When I talk, I'm the big screen then? Yeah. Do I need to be sideways then? No. Okay. I got to figure that out. Yeah, figure this out. Come on. You've only been doing this for over a year now. Yeah, I still got to get a new background that says Winklerverse. A new flag, too. Well, you need a I need a new flag, yeah. Playing our brewer outing, too. Our- I still would like to do that, yep. Our, uh, yeah. Let, let's do the day after opening day. <laughs> we got to figure out if they know how to park everybody first. I don't know. Yeah. Really... Everybody has to use a new parking system and everybody has to go in at once. Yeah. <laughs> All right, crew. All right. All right. Thanks, Bart. See you, Good Tim. To see you, buddy. Um, Oh, my mouse just died, so I'm going to close it out anyway. Tim Shea, ladies and gentlemen.
Always a pleasure, Bart. Always a pleasure. Uh, trade deadline show on Thursday. We'll do one in the afternoon. See what the Bucks do. Until then, thanks for stopping into the Winklerverse. Go Brewers!